Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us here inside Pass and Stow at Citizens Bank Park. It certainly goes without saying that we are thrilled to have Aaron Nola as part of the Phillies family for the foreseeable future, as yesterday the club formally announced his signing to a seven-year contract, taking him through the 2030 season. Now, as I mentioned family, I'd like to make special mention of some individuals that are here with us today, beginning with Aaron's wife, Hunter. Congratulations, and thank you for being here. As well as Aaron's representatives from Paragon Sports International, Joe Longo and Eric Parcell. Thank you for being with us. So in a few moments, you're going to have the opportunity to ask questions of Phillies President of Baseball Operations, Dave Dombrowski, Aaron Nola, and General Manager Sam Fold. But at this time, I'd like to turn it over to Dave Dombrowski. He's going to make some remarks, followed by Aaron Nola. Dave? Good afternoon. Thank you, Kevin. It's an exciting day for the Phillies organization, for our players, for our team, for the city to be able to have uh, Aaron resign with the organization. As you know, it was really important for us to, to try to get this done, uh, sign one of the best pitchers to me in Major League Baseball. Uh, a lot of people to thank, as already talked about, Joe and Garrett uh, and uh, ownership over there with uh, John Middleton and the rest of our group. But also, I think, a unique situation, too, because not only a tremendous pitcher and human being, but what Aaron and Hunter mean for the community. They're already entrenched within the city and have done so much. And to have them remain, and it was apparent, uh, anything can happen, but they really wanted to remain part of this organization, this community, and that's a great thing for all of us. So we're absolutely thrilled that we're able to make this happen, to have one of the top uh, pitchers in baseball, top starting rotations in Major League Baseball, and we'll look forward to the next seven years and hopefully plenty more after that. So uh, we're very happy. Congratulations, Aaron. Thank you, everybody. First and foremost, uh, I want to thank the Lord to, for putting me in this opportunity, giving me the opportunity to play baseball and uh, putting me in this position. And I want to thank my wife for everything she's done, uh, all the support she's given me through all the ups and downs. And, uh, it's been by my, by my side um, from that day one. And then, Dave, thank you, Sam, uh, John Lee Middleton, Middleton family, um, Joe, Garrett, all the Paragon family, everybody in this organization. Obviously, I've been here my whole career, and there's so many good people uh, throughout the whole organization that's helped me out the whole time. And to get this into this position right now, um, there's a lot of people to thank. 
the fans, obviously, and I say my teammates. I mean, I wouldn't be right here without my teammates and all the friendships I've made and everybody um, playing, playing together and the chemistry that we had. So I want to thank everybody again and looking forward to a lot more good memories in the next seven years. Great. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Dave. It was easier because we didn't really even ask, the right. ask them what number you wanted. So it was <laughs> okay, with that, we can start with questions, but please keep in mind there are microphones on either side. If you have a question, just raise your hand and we'll pass we'll get the microphone to you. Not all at once, we can start right here in front with Tim. Aaron, did you turn down more money elsewhere to stay here? And if so, what kind of drew you to wanting to stay with the Phillies? I mean, I've always wanted to be a Philly. Uh, I've always been a Philly. Um, this is kind of the you know, only place I, you know, we kind of had our eyes set on. And um, it is the you know, most comfortable place for me. Like I said, uh, everybody in this organization is so good, has been so committed, so committed to winning, committed to the players. Um, the relationships that I've made, uh, it's going to last a lifetime, and uh, I feel like it'd be hard to get away from those people. And obviously, I'm very grateful to be back. Go to Matt and back left. Aaron, if you go through this whole contract with the Phillies seven years, you could be at the top or near the top of just about every record or most records for pitcher in this franchise's history. Did that sort of legacy, uh, is that something you thought about? Uh, what would that mean, you know, to spend your whole career with one team? Are those the kind of things you were thinking about during this process? Not really, honestly. I think the part of spending my whole career with one team, yeah, I feel like that's pretty special to do, uh, especially in today's age of baseball. Um, the other stuff I haven't thought about too much. Um, I think the the biggest thing I think about is winning a World Series. Like the past two years, we've gotten pretty close, and we obviously have the team to do it. Um, and to, to make that next step is obviously my goal is everybody, and that clubhouse goal is everybody, and the organization's goal to do that. And that was a big reason that I came back. And Philly's the only place I've known. That was another reason, and my wife and I feel comfortable here. Alex in the front and left. Aaron, um, you just alluded to this, but following up on um, how the playoff run in the past few seasons factored into your decision, how big of a part was that in your decision-making, like wanting to finish a job, wanting to win the World Series with this team? Yeah. Man, I think in 2022, first time in a while since we've been in the playoffs and making the World Series, we, we experienced that as a team, and... It just makes you want to win it even more. And then last year was obviously really tough. But to taste that uh, and have that right in front of us kind of drives us a little bit more. And there's nothing like playoff baseball, especially in this town. Uh, it's really addicting to be out there and, and play in front of this crowd. Um, and I think every, I'm speaking for everybody in our clubhouse. We just want to you know, win it for the city and uh, waiting for this organization, and that's obviously our goal. Okay, Anthony, right at the front. Yeah, Dave, there's always give and take in negotiations, um, but what made the Phillies want to go further now than maybe they did when you guys were talking back in February March? Well, we, we really never, um, at the time, 
just the situation, we really weren't that close at a particular time for various reasons, and you always have to respect the player's ability to, to see what free agency is like. They don't get that opportunity. Um, I think for us it really comes down to that, A, we have one of the best pitchers in baseball that really fits into our ball club. We know what we have. And then uh, you know, the type of individual you talk about. But we also, sometimes you have to just make compromises, right? Because that's what the market plays. So you're in a position where um, when there's clubs that are involved and people are talking about it, you have to go to a certain length to do something. And you weigh the dollars and the length of contract. But when you start talking about an individual that's talented, that's a tremendous pitcher, reliable, goes out there every five days, takes the ball, we know the makeup of the individual. And then you look at the aging process, too, and, and you're talking about extremely hard worker. In fact, one of the things over the last couple of years, I think we made a little bit of strides, is that sometimes we have to cut Aaron from working too hard because he really just, you know, our, our people have said, hey, we need to just work so hard, we need to preserve him. And if you notice, in September of the last couple of years, he's been very, very well. And so the later into the season, and of course, into the postseason, that's been important. But when you look at it, he's a good pitcher. He gets better all the time. There were some things that uh, he did late in the season with a little bit of his delivery, holding the runners, um, I think adjusting a little bit more to the pitch clock. When you start putting all those things together, we thought, we want to win, we want to make it happen, and sometimes you have to compromise. Okay, Corey on the left. Dave, when this offseason began, were you confident that you guys were going to be able to work out a deal, or were there times when you, you know, wondered, given the competition, to sign here and whether it would be possible? And just uh, why was it so important to get this done this early, so quickly in the offseason? No, I wasn't confident. Um, I, I mean, and I, even though I knew that they, that Aaron loved it here, I mean, it was apparent, and an honor loved it here. But anytime someone enters free agency, you never know what happens. So no, I wasn't confident by any means. I was hopeful. Thought it would be a great decision that worked out for everybody. Um, really, the, the time frame aspect of it, uh, it's nice to get it done early from ours because it gives us a situation where we can look at other things that we want to do to try to help our ball club however we can. But it really is more uh, dictated by the player and his representative. So they dictate that time frame and just they had received some offers from clubs that were pushing them. They knew that. They liked uh, Aaron a great deal, so for us it was time to move forward at that particular time, and we were prepared to do so, and we reached out to, to John and explained the situation, uh, got the okay. So um, it really is more dictated by player than by club as far as moving it at this early time period, but it really does help for us to have it done. Go to Matt in the back left. Aaron, when the deal didn't get done in spring training, you knew how far the two teams or, or the two sides were apart. Is there any time where you're thinking during the season, maybe even after the season, like, I, I might not be back? I mean, just given what happened in the spring. I think it was a little bit harder after the season ended. Uh, I thought about that a little bit more. During the season, honestly, I didn't really think about it too much. I was kind of focused on, on winning and on the team. Um, I'm trying to do my, my part and try to take the ball uh, every, every five games and, and be healthy and try to get the team and the best chance to win uh, each time I got on the mound. So I feel like I blocked that part of the free agency out the whole year pretty well for myself. And uh, yeah, it was obviously kind of tough at the end of the year after we lost that. Um, like I said, I always wanted to be here, but you go into free agency, 
the reality of it, you don't really know yet. So, um, but I'm just grateful that we got this got this worked out and got it worked out early. Okay, going to go to the right on Matt to George. Uh, Aaron, can you can you talk a little bit more about that process of getting it done quickly? And was there anything in the when you're on the open market about the approaches from other teams or the way that you interacted with other teams that maybe surprised you being new to this process? I think it's just the business part about going into free agency, right? It's the uh, reality of it. Um, obviously, it was a little bit different for me at first just because I've been with Philadelphia my whole career and I never really had to think about those things and um, signed a contract in 2019 uh, and I knew I was going to be here for, for five years. So not having uh, to worry about, you know, picking up our house and moving somewhere, uh, moving our, you know, soon to be family somewhere. And, um, but just definitely blessed to be back here and we don't have to make that big of a change. And getting it done early is definitely special and plus because uh, got a little one on the way. So I think it's going to make it a lot, a lot easier for us down the road. Scott on the left. Aaron, I was going to ask you, you know, players wait a long time to get into free agency. You were a free agent for a few weeks. Did you enjoy the process? You know, did you enjoy looking around and sort of seeing what other teams thought of you or how they valued you? Or was this um, not an enjoyable thing for you to, to go through these last few weeks? Um, it's enjoyable and not enjoyable at the same time, right? Um, I think it's not, it's not really about, you know, the money for me as it is being in a place we want to be um, for the next seven years. Uh, I think that part is more important to me and to uh, the relationships that I've made over here and the memories that uh, we've made together as an organization, as a team, uh, trumps that. And uh, I think that's that's just the, the reality of the free agency that we kind of wanted to go through and see what it was about, but ultimately this was the place I wanted to be. And for Dave, you know, you talked about Eric being the priority going into the offseason. Now that, now that you've got that checked off, um, is there another area that you put above any of the others that you want to address this offseason? Is it just a, a group of things now that you want to tackle, or is there another priority, I guess? Well, I think what the way we uh, will now look had this discussion is that we're in a position that we can just evaluate a lot of different things that we think make our club better. We don't have really a glaring spot that we need to fill like we needed a starting pitcher, but uh, we're pretty deep in our bullpen. So of course, you can always be better. Our, our positional players, our infield is basically set. Um, outfield, we have a little bit of question just because of a young player that was dying, trying to create some playing time. So we don't really have a glaring need, but we will Continue to look to see how we can get better. Okay, Todd on the left. Aaron, you've been super durable, obviously, throughout your career. Have you thought at all about how you can stay that way until you're 37? I mean, seven years is a long way away, just staying competitive and staying at the top of your game. Have you given that much thought, or is that too far down the road? Uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do. Uh, I'm going to stick to my routine and what I've done up to this point. Um, I feel like I have some ways that I've Feel like I believe I can make myself healthy and stay healthy, uh, but it's all about figuring out, you know, what I need to do and what I don't need to do, 
if I'm too tired, if I'm not too tired to back off, um, kind of like Dave was talking about earlier, um, there's no you know, set thing I have to do every single day anymore. Uh, I learned that early in my career that it doesn't work for me. So finding that routine early in my career just helped me out a lot. So definitely thought about that. And I hope I age well for sure. Uh, but I'm going to do everything I can to stay durable and take the ball every time they ask me to. Is there something about the way that you pitch that has you confident that, you know, five, six, seven years down the road you can be pitching as effectively as somebody like uh, you know, Verlander or you know, Scherzer, one of those older guys? Yeah, those guys are amazing. Uh, to see them see them doing that when they're you know, 39, 40 years old, Charlie Morton too, stands out to me as well. Um, I definitely would love to do that. And I think it's just, like I said, taking care of your body taking care of, of your arm and knowing exactly what you want to do um, outside of the game, uh, throwing-wise and, and training-wise. Uh, so I think it's an important thing you hear all the time when you're young. Uh, it's sort of cliche. is just stay healthy. and You hear it from so many people, and it's like, okay, I've heard that so many times, but it's true. It's true. If you stay healthy, you, you always have a chance to do something. Uh, cool, even if you're going through a lot of ups and downs. Um, experienced a lot of struggles and ups and downs in my career. Um, but staying focused on staying healthy, I always can turn something around. And did you hear from any of your teammates? I mean, you were only a free agent for a couple weeks, but were they bugging you at all? No, nobody really bugged me too much, <laughs> uh, which I'm kind of glad they did. Just, just because... That might have mean that might have meant that it's gonna drag out a little bit longer than it did. Go to Destiny right there in the middle. Dave, with Aaron signed, do you consider the rotation set for twenty twenty four? Yes, I do. We have five starters that we like. Um, I think uh, when you look at some statistical models, we get the, the best war of our group of any team in major league baseball. So we like our five starters and um, we look like we're set. Okay. Matt Backlet. Uh, for Sam, I'm wondering, what makes you guys as a front office, you know, what things you guys look at, believe that Aaron will age well, uh, starting pitchers into the 30s are kind of a rare breed, I guess, durable ones in this, in this sport now. Yeah, I think we've touched on it uh, you know, just in the last few minutes here, but it starts with his work ethic and his dedication and the desire to be great for a long time. And I think you have, when you evaluate these sorts of things, you have to start with the makeup and I don't know if anybody in the game has better makeup than, than Aaron Ola. I mean, it's, it's, we've touched on the routine and the consistency, and it's, it's day in and day out. You know, good outing or bad outing, it's, it's the same person, and it's the same desire to be good the next time he grabs the ball. Um, so the, the work ethic, the ability to adapt, again, we've touched on it already, but the adaptability plus the routine, I think, is a great uh, foundation for, for long-term durability and long-term Success. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, the delivery we've analyzed, you know, it's, but it really starts with a human being. And I, I just don't know if you can draw up a better human being for long-term sustainable success. Okay, great. Any further questions? Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Aaron.